millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I am Tom Pickup, and welcome to the Really 007 podcast, and we've got a special episode tonight dedicated to 007 GB, the brand spanking new British James Bond fan club. So welcome to its founder and president, Philip Dewhurst. Welcome, Philip. Good evening, everyone. Welcome, Mr. Well, I don't know who this chap is, actually. I've never seen him before. <laughs> wearing a pink shirt. <laughs> I'm always I'm always wearing a pink shirt, Tom. Come on. I know, I know. <laughs> well, it's, it's David Labridge Ellis, who is the the fan club's editor in chief, editor at large for the official title. So we'll be chatting to these guys about this amazing new venture. We at Really Double Seven are very excited, and I've got Harry with me, and I've got Rob. So good evening, chaps. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So yeah, just before we get on to chatting about that, we're on YouTube. We're on iTunes and Spotify. We've got our own website at Pod Dojo. And if you just search Really 007 Pod, you should find us on all social media. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So please join in. Tonight, we are really, really excited. I know this is all very new, but it's weird that it is new because you would think there was a long standing British James Bond fan club, but apparently not. Philip, can you explain how there isn't for a start? Do you know? Uh, I, I know a little bit about the story. I mean, I think everybody has little pieces of this. And if we all joined together, we'd, we'd have some sort of complete narrative. But the story I'd heard, yes, there was a club. And in fact, it, it had, I think, nearly 2,000 members in, in, at its height in the late 80s. I mean, there was a time before the internet and it was a time when a club such as this, a fan club of any nature, was the main source of contact for people in the community of whatever fandom it may be, uh, or, or to get news, letter writing, things like that. So I can understand why it had that sort of following. I think then along the lines, uh, along the way in the, in the uh, 90s, 
there was a commercial element added into the club, which I think Eon didn't particularly take too kindly to. And then there was the person involved in one of the magazines, and then they would change into the international club. There was supposed to be some sort of conjoining and joining forces there, but I don't think they ever reconciled the making the money with not being able to make the money or being told they can't make the money or who had the right to this, who had the right to that. And by that time, I think from a lack of any content coming out, it just naturally died off. It, there is still the international James Bond fan club, which claims to have members in X amount of countries. I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I don't know the people involved, never met them, never approached them, didn't approach them for this club because, I mean, if, if you've had a shot at it one time before and all the stories I'd heard weren't good, Again, not knocking the people involved, but I just thought we'd go a different way with this, which is what, we, what we've done. So there was the club, but there was no active club. Nobody was doing anything. We weren't meeting up. There weren't events. There wasn't a magazine. I would have to travel to Switzerland, to Germany, to, to France in order to get that sense of James Bond community in club events. You know, they've been running for 27 years, 25 years and 15 years, I think, respectively. We were just dead in the water and it didn't, didn't make any sense to me. So, of course, it's one of those things you had to put up or shut up. And enough people along the way had convinced me that it was a good idea, but I still didn't feel like I had a hook, a, a real reason. And then it don't, I just said to my wife, I said, you know what? If it's for charity, then there's a reason to, to, to try and bring something to back to the table. It'll give people the motivation to, to go back to those good old days of, of a club. Uh, and, and then obviously contacted people like David and many others. And from that, the club is now here and strong already within a matter of weeks. Awesome. <laughs> Philip, can I ask, like, was there a tipping point? Was there a particular moment when you were like, here in the UK, we're missing something here? Was there a particular moment or was there a, perhaps a, a revelation <laughs> at some <laughs> stage that made this, you know, I, I know you mentioned speaking to your wife and you were like, you know what, we're going to do this. But like, was there a moment where you thought, like, what is going on here? Why do we not have this? Yes, there was. A, if I tell you what, there was one. Or, there was three key moments led, that led up to a, a final moment. The charity bit was the the click. That was the why in the fight in the finance of it. But what led up to it was speaking to the president of the Swiss club at one of his events, seeing how he interacted with people and was being quite selfless in his time and what he was doing and how much that meant to people that, that, that he'd created something or that his team had created something. That was, that, was, that was number one. Then there was at the bar with the French president and he said, you know, you do it. it you know, you've got a personality. If you do it, we'll all support you. So that was like the second one. I thought, yeah, you know what? Okay, so it's not going to be me just putting my balls on the chopping block for one, with, <laughs> with no protection. There's going to be a few friends around there to fend off the samurai. But... Then there was the conversations I had with the Bond girls and I could see how much it meant to them to travel to the various events and to meet the fans and to be wined and dined as if it was still the 1960s and they were yeah. still about to go on set to Thunderball or from Rush With Love or the 70s on Spy Love Me. You know, so in effect, I'm talking about Luciana Paluzzi, Caroline Monroe and Martin Beswick, who, for those who don't know me, I'm very close friends with all three of them. In fact, why I was a couple of minutes late to this myself was because I just got off the phone with Luciana Paluzzi and I speak to her every week. So that was another moment where they said, you should do this because you, you will bring people together and they will know that you're not doing it for yourself. They'll know you're doing it 
so that we can all be part of it. And we want you to carry on taking care of us in the very best sense, not in terms of we want things from you, but we know that you can facilitate more opportunities for the fans to connect with us in a nice way. And that with all the best will in the world, when they're halfway up a mountain in Switzerland, it doesn't translate the same as being in London with at the home of James Bond with the British people. Uh, and so that was the next one. And then, the, like I said, the French event, I think it was August, October last year, Luke Leclerc, the president, had put a little surprise in his interview with Barbara and Michael Broccoli. In order to just tip me over that edge, he had asked them directly, what do you think about the, the fan clubs? So they said, we think it's great what the Swiss, the French, the German do. And then he said, why is there no English club? Why is there no British club? And they both, and Barbara said, that is such a shame. I don't know why. And he said, I will make it happen for you. And then on the ship that day, he passed me the microphone and said, announce to everybody that you're going to be the, the president or you're going to be the founder at the very least. So a few, bo- a few bottles, not glasses, a few bottles of Bollinger in with a cigarette hanging out of my hand. I took the microphone and announced to a bunch of French people, I had no idea what I was talking about. The 007 GB is born. That is the name. And it just, I didn't even, I just went 007 GB because I thought the shorter I make it, the more they might understand with the mean French. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, so, and so we came back from that trip in October, went to the Shake and Not Stirred event, stood up uh, with the microphone again and said, yeah, the, the club's going to be born. It's going to happen. Created a basic website, put it out there, and then just hoped that people would respond to it, which they did. Outstanding. Thank you. There's a real sense of, there's so many Bond fans, British Bond fans, and I know it's for English-speaking Bond fans as well, around the world. But there's a sense that it's all a bit all over the place. There's no real one thing that's connecting us all. And this, this, I believe, will do it. Because otherwise, it's, it's talking to different people. Oh, I'm going here. I'm visiting this. There's this event there. And, oh, it's gone, it's too late, it's booked, it's done, it's sold out. And as Bond fans, you, you know, you need to book in advance for these kind of things. And obviously you'll get member benefits, I'm assuming, for those type of events. Well, yes, I mean, you're going to be the first to know about the events as a member. For certain events, there'll be, it'll be free to attend. Certain events will be ticketed. But for any ticketed event, the members will get a, a minimum period of priority and preferential pricing. There are benefits beyond just, you're gonna get a newsletter, you're gonna get a card, you're gonna, don't forget, part of the, the membership fee also got, is donated to charity. With the first run, we, we donated to UNICEF, but the next one could be any one of the, the nine charities that we support. So there, there are benefits to membership, if you will, yes. It's great that UNICEF, events. of course, Roger's charity, and David, you, of course, did your Rogering for UNICEF. If people don't know about that, that was that was class, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Uh, so uh, quite, <laughs> I think it was about 94, 94, 95 people raised nearly three grand for charity last year. Amazing. Um, because my my husband and I decided to watch all seven Roger Moore Bond films consecutively, which which sounds like an absolute pleasure. But um, trust me, much as I love Octopussy, you get halfway through and you think, oh, are we going to make it all the way to the end of You to a Kill? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> especially when you're uh, you only allow twenty minute breaks in between for 
changes of costume and new cocktails. Yeah, we're, we're aiming to repeat the experiment with a slightly more manageable number of films with Pierce Brosnan's in, uh, in wow. May time. But definitely what Phil said there about the fundraising for charity being really key to the whole thing. I, I, I think that you, if you go onto the website, and I know we'll talk a lot about the website in a minute, but if you go onto the website, you'll see a long list of charities that that we'll be donating to. And um, that was definitely a draw for, for me. And I know lots of other people as well. I was interested to ask David, what drew you, uh, I know you've just said it really, but what drew you to being a part of this? Well, I was actually honoured to be asked by Phil, to be honest. I don't know if asked is the right verb. Phil, is it press ganged instead? Into, uh... <laughs> something, along those, something along those lines. So, yeah. so, so essentially, I had an email. For, I, I'd never actually met Phil until last October when we went to an event, at, um, a weekend event, which is really cool at uh, Pinewood Studios with lots oh, of yeah. Bond yeah. alumni in attendance. It was around Pinewood Studios area. Fantastic. Organised by the Shaken and Stirred folk who were actually on the board as well the, of, the, of the 007 GB club. And yeah, we, it was such a big weekend we actually didn't have much in the way of time to kind of get to know each other properly or anything but um yeah i, I think if i remember correctly phil you you emailed me and um I, and then suddenly i was editor-in-chief is that is that is that about right <laughs> yeah i asked about 16 other people first <laughs> oh, okay. and they oh, all said no oh, no no <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it was six people i asked first no I actually didn't ask anybody else first. I did ask you first. I looked at your, at your site. I hadn't met you before, like you say. Didn't I knew of you, but but, but remotely, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. Um, you weren't that familiar. It was kind of like, oh, who's that guy? And then somebody said, and I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. I looked at the work you've done, and I could see that if you were at that event at Pinewood, that that was kind of you had to be really passionate about Bond to be at that event. It wasn't. Um, yeah, you did. Uh, you know I mean, what I mean? There, it there was, was a, no. in a good there way. Was a point, in a good way. It, it, there was a point in that event where we were all standing in a field trying to spot the location where a, a helicopter landed in for your eyes only. And, you know, the, the nights before as well with the casino and everything like that. It was like uber bond nerds all in one room together <laughs> a bit a bit, a bit like the start of tomorrow never dies if anyone was to take us out you'd take out so much so much of the proportion of uh the world's uber bond uh nerds <laughs> yeah so uh i know so, not everyone yeah. could be there as well but uh yeah well you're award-winning now as well david of course uh, yeah yeah i mean i i when when <laughs> when, uh, when phil said what kind of role would you like um and i was like basically anything to do with words um anything anything to do with money just keep me away anything to do with, you know the, these are not my areas of specialism but anything to do with words i'm your man can i add huge congratulations david as well yeah yeah for the award thank you thank you it was there was a collective whoop of joy yeah. <laughs> it was indeed yeah because we watched it sort of like in our whatsapp group we sort of like live enjoyed it together in a sense yeah. and we were all delighted absolutely delighted i didn't i didn't actually find out about it till a few hours after most people and then i find out i was so busy at work that i had a whatsapps from loads of people and messages and what's whatnot so um no it, it was very humbling actually um especially against some of the people in the category and everything else but to be community writer of the year so um Hopefully I can just keep it up next year. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it absolutely broke the news, didn't it, on, on Twitter? That's where I saw it first. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And I think I saw it about three hours after the fact. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, David, you're obviously a clearly, you know, yeah, an excellent, well-respected writer that's caught everyone's attention. And Phil, you said before, like, you know, you've set up a basic website. It's not basic at all. No, you know, it's really. so it's it's it's, it's yeah. excellent what what you've set up um, in this short amount of time. And the you know, upon getting membership, the the package that was delivered to us. You know, this is quality stuff. This is amazing and, you know, really well presented, something that you're immediately really proud to be a part of. And on that, you've got a list of upcoming events that are like mouthwatering. And it's 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 one of those where, you know, you think, right, I, I obviously can't go to all of these, but I've got to I've got to try and get to as many of these as possible. Could you like talk us through some of the things you've got lined up for you, like the, your first year? Yes, I can. Because there's plenty, Firstly, there's plenty. Thank you for the compliment on the website. I, I've never designed a website before in my life. I did that completely by swearing at the screen for the entire Saturday, <laughs> the entire Sunday. A few expletives to my wife when she was asking basic questions like, would you like a gin and tonic? So that's how frustrating <laughs> it was to build that website. But I hope it's a good base from which we can the whole community yeah. can add yeah. articles. Yes. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want it to be. Uh, this is what we've written. You read it. It was... These are the art, these are the sections. There might be yeah. more, but you send us your stuff yeah. and we'll put it on here. So it's we can all enjoy grow, it. Isn't it. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So almost to become like a, a Wikipedia. In ten years, there should be thousands yeah. of articles on that. Yeah. So so thank you for that compliment. What was the, what was the I was just saying you like oh, you've the membership, well the membership pack. Yeah, you, yeah, you've, you've got stuff you've got stuff lined up already. You know, it's not yes. just talk. You you've organized yeah, yeah. a lot already, which is incredible. So when we had our first board meeting, I think there was just six of us initially, was the day yeah. or maybe five. Yeah. And yeah. we said, This is kind of what we want to do. We want a, a gala event for charity. We would want some smaller fan meetup events where people could just have a pint, chat bond maybe some other things in between. So we all went away and then we came back uh, and everybody brought some sort of idea to the table. So on that list is a representation, I think of everybody of the first five people that sat around the table, there's an event mentioned in that membership pack from each one. Mm. Obviously the marquee event of HMS Belfast is the big one. This is the big one, 007. Yes. It's the most. <laughs> For the, for the first year of a club to decide that they are going to do a full-blown charity gala dinner yeah. on a World War II Type 35 battle cruiser or whatever it may be, <laughs> is, 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 some would say, biting off more than we can chew. But and I that comes from the top! <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it's, it's, it's important <laughs> to have... It's important to hit the ground running for a club mm, like this. Yeah. The other clubs are, are doing events similar to this because they've been in operation for 26, 27 years or whatever it may be. We can't naturally spend the next three years growing as a club, just meeting in a pub, having a pint, and saying, I like James Bond. Do you like James Bond? <laughs> yeah. Shall we go and watch A View to a Kill and hold hands? <laughs> That's not going to work. Well, so we have. <laughs> to, to be fair, to me, has, Phil. Yeah. yeah, that that has worked a few times on me. <laughs> so we wanted to offer people something for everyone, basically. I'm not a golfer, but we've put a golf event in there mm. because there will be members who are, and of the obvious bond connection. We wanted an event that would be free to all the members because we're very aware that obviously still in a financial crisis for a lot of people, and there may be people that have joined so that they can give that charitable donation and be part of a community, 
but they don't have a high disposable income. But maybe if we offer an event where they can still be part of the community that's free, yeah. then we've fulfilled part of our charter. And then having medium-sized and very small events, we're limited by the space of what's available. Things like the Aston Martin Heritage Tour. You simply cannot turn up with 100 people. It isn't something that they so they're supposed to do. It isn't something that they advertise or you can buy a ticket to. It, 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 is, it is something that a small group of people can do. So why not do it? And, and if it's the case of the group, the, the club will do it with a different handful of, of club members each year on a rotational basis, then fine. Rather than throw that idea away, let, let's run with it. Yeah. Ian Fleming publish, publications events, things at Dukes. So we've got everything from the biggest to the smallest. Charitable Charity will run through the veins of all of those events. But I really do feel like it, it offers, because it does offer something to everyone, uh, I think that, again, makes it slightly different than some of the other clubs where they have their one marquee event and, and that's it. You go to that and, and you're done till the next year. And that's the, the list of events. That's not even it. There's more to be populated yeah. into wow. as we wow. go along. We've got this gap, haven't we, now, of waiting for the next Bond. For me, mm. when I got that list of events and I was like, right, I'm not going to be worried about the, the wait now. I've, I'm, I'm so excited about these next few yeah. years. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to wait. <laughs> Uh, for the next one. <laughs> so depressing. But yeah, Rob. Well, I don't know if you if you watch the last one, I could wait. I could wait ten years if they want to serve up that again. Right, right. <laughs> David, if you want to, I'm not going to go there. I'm yeah. not going to go there. <laughs> Philip and Manas. I'm not going to be baited. And and no. and uh, on that on that point, actually, because I did wonder this when I was thinking about speaking to you tonight. Like David and us, we've got a little bit of license to express our opinions about where the franchise oh. is at the moment. But if you're speaking for a wide and varied fan base where you're wanting unity and you're wanting to really celebrate the franchise, do, are you going to have to kind of rein in your own views? Are you going to have to just constantly be looking forwards? It's no. a great question, Harry. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Because that's it's, tricky. It's, it's, yeah, It is. And you're, not, you're, you not, wrong. <clears throat> you're not wrong in, in certain aspects. I would never sell my soul to the devil if it meant that we got something. So... I'm not going to sit there and across from Barbara Broccoli and tell her that I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. I don't. Do, do I like his films? Yes, I do. Do other people like his films? Yes, they do. Am I happy that other people love Daniel Craig? I'm over the moon. I'm over the moon that the last 16 years meant a lot to a lot of people. Mm. I don't judge people based on what parts of Bond they do and don't like. I judge people on when they tell me I can't like certain things more than the others. Yes. If I want to sit there and watch A View to a Kill for the thousandth time, I know that it's 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 got a sagging middle and it stays in the same location too long. But it doesn't matter. Roger's 57 and he's Yeah, still I thought you were talking about his physique then, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about his quiche. <laughs> no, no, no. Soggy bottom. But what what you can't to to answer to, it, to maybe reframe the question or what you can't do is you can you can have your own opinions and you can give them out. But what you can't do is tailor a club around your own opinions. Yeah, that yeah, would be a mistake. Yeah. Outstanding. That Outstanding. would be a big mistake. Um, I, genuinely, there are parts. Every single person who's played Bond has done something well and something not so well. Yeah. Every single Bond film has great bits and bad bits and everything in between. So there's something there if you look hard enough. I'm just, I'm not a closed-minded person. I'm open to anybody. I like the discussion. 
So yeah. I yeah. The thought that at the first event, somebody will say to me, Daniel Craig's the best Bond ever. I'll say, I don't agree with that. And this is why I think such and such is. And then we'll have that discussion. And isn't that what it's yeah. all about? Yeah. Exactly. But I certainly, exactly. I, I, I certainly won't exclude, I won't exclude any views and neither mm. will any of the other board members. Oh. I think they're all, they're all pretty much of the same ilk. Yeah. But um, yeah. no, in terms of Eon, I mean, I have, my views are known and nobody seems to have a problem with it. And as, <laughs> No, so many, I've got so many things to ask here. Sorry, David. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was superbly put. Very it really was, yeah. I was just going to illustrate it with the, the, the side of things that I've been uh, spending most of my time with so far. So uh, there's an article on the website written by Simon Firth, who I'm sure many listeners recognise the name, um, writes James Bond nonfiction books uh, with a travel focus. He really hates the world is not enough. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. He like re- <laughs> He really hates the world is not enough. So when I first read his article um, that was going on the website, I was just like, oh, okay. He really isn't like world is not enough. But then you read the rest of the article and he spent all of this time in Bay. I've been to Bilbao in Spain recreating, you know, the bits from this world is not enough. But he's <laughs> he's like gone to the nth degree, like found all of the locations, like even the really hard to find ones. I'm just like, even though this guy doesn't like this movie, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. he's still that obsessed that yeah. he's going to find all the different locations, give you yeah. all this contextual information. So I think that's a really good illustration of what Phil's just said about, yes, there will be opinions on the site. I I, I make it, a you know, my, my editorial policy on my website is, for anyone who writes for, for for licensed queries, actually, you know, don't destroy other people's enjoyment of films. Kind of like, don't, mm. you know, you can you can say that you prefer some things to the others, but my point of view always is there's no such thing as anything bad. Bond, it's just some yeah. things are better than others. Yeah. Whereas you might kind of find it a bit different on the 007 GB website. People will say whether they really like or really dislike other things, but then you'll find another piece written. And this is an open invite to anyone out there. If you really love the world is not enough and something about it, then write a little piece about that. Mm. So you will find every viewpoint represented. That's the whole point. That's uh, that just says to me how much you guys are the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing here, involved with this. That, that is everything I would want to, flipping here you know like if i was on the fence about oh is this you know oh i don't know how i feel about it you know i don't know why anyone would be on the fence to be honest but <laughs> but there might be someone who is but that was just like like wow well flipping it you know like every yeah. opinion is welcome every opinion is valid and because we are in a divisive position in the james bond franchise at the moment there's a lot of people who either love or completely hate or are even worse are completely like feel like benign about it like, like it's like mm. you know i don't don't really have an opinion it's just you know a lot of people just you know i'm gonna rein that in <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, 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 yeah. it amazes me i've met so many people in this bond community that absolutely hate there's one inv- individual that obviously won't name names but this person hates with a passion a certain bond actor i mean mm. hates with a passion mm. yet chose to go to a screening of this of one of these actors' movies on that person's mother's 80th birthday <laughs> because he didn't want to miss out on being thought of as not there. Now, if you hate the actor, so so, so that's what you, you get that end of the spectrum. So I would hate <laughs> someone to walk away from a conversation with me and think, 
wow, that guy hates Daniel Craig so much. He, you know, da, 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 X, Y, Z. No, it's it's not about, it's not even like convince me I'm right or yeah. me convince yeah. you you're wrong. I'm jealous that yes. of anybody yeah. who, who enjoyed Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really am because that is, I've been robbed of, of nearly two decades of enjoyment of James Bond because I don't like the actor that's playing the role. David, I like we him didn't as an organize actor. This, so I'm so sorry. We didn't. This is I know. not a plug I, job. I I mean, I, it's all right, Tom. I'm used to feeling like a minority voice. It's, it's yeah. actually... <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we were in this, but no, we we won't go on about that tonight. But no, that is, no yeah. not at all. But, oh, all yeah, views are welcome. More the more diverse yeah, views, yeah. the better. I still think, like in my head and my heart, like these are 25 of my favorite movies ever made. Yeah, they are. Mm. Like it's just because they're about. James flipping Bond, you yeah. know, like, yeah. that's it. Like, so, you know, like, yeah. yeah, there are gradients of my enjoyment between them yeah. all. It's but like, when of those I... I really enjoy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, and I like 27 of them, you know. <laughs> oh, David, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, nobody uh, likes 1967 and never say never say, never say never again should never have been made. So let's not even <laughs> We love Kevin but, McClure. Here. No. Big, well, <laughs> big, big question though, Philip. You, you've alluded to the suggestion. Sorry, my dogs are absolutely loving being involved in this at the moment. Uh, someone left the door open. The, the suggestion that you've been round the table with Eon. Ooh. Yes. And, and, that was mentioned and, and, a couple and, and, of times back then. And that's at this that's in recent history, that's at this point where the franchise is, which is a fairly is that is that happened during this fairly critical period? I, you may think so. I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> so mysterious. Um, Just like James. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This waistcoat is not for its not for decoration. It's to hold all my body in. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all, of the, all of the clubs will have had contact with Eon at some point, as most people that are involved in something that's, that's, that's dealing with the 007 name. All I will say is that the the Eon are very happy that there are fan clubs. They're very happy uh, with the fandom, and they don't show favoritism to any of the clubs. Uh, because at the end of the day, whilst they produce these huge films, they are a small-run family production company, yeah. and they trust the clubs to act within the letter of the law. It's almost like I'd memorized saying that, isn't it? Wow. Even more questions. Sorry, I think my audio is cutting out. If you're enjoying Really 007, why not follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Look us up at Really 007 Pod. Phil, when you were growing up then, how did you get into James Bond? I want to hear your stories. Yeah, James that was my grandfather, that. Um, uh. my, I used to, I was the first grandchild and he used to record them off the television. And obviously we, when we were younger, all yeah, of yeah. us, they were on yeah. television on Monday, on Bank Holiday Mondays, yes. Sundays. It was, it, was, it was like a marquee event. It didn't matter if you'd seen it five times. Oh, fine, Bank Holiday Monday, we've done some shopping. It's rained. We've had a bit to eat. Let's watch a Bond film. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> So my grandfather, he uh, basically, he had his own business, why working business, working class man, been in the RAF, built his business up to a, a reasonable level, 
were, and he spent all of his all of his disposable income on taking his family abroad. And basically, he never said this, and we didn't have a conversation until the last few weeks of his life when I called him on it. But I worked out that he was going on holiday wherever James Bond had gone on holiday. <laughs> and and, uh, and, and I'd, I'd mapped through all of his travel and bar the, you know, obviously just going away to such and such for two weeks. They were all Bond. They were all Bond. And so I used to go over and I'd go over there once a week at least. And he would give me the recorded tapes where he had paused at the, at the, uh, at the adverts on the, IT, on the ITV adverts oh. for me. So that, that I could put the VHS in, and when I watched it back, I would I would see the the advert card for Man with the Golden Gun say, oh. then 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 a, a slight, and then the <laughs> yeah. next bit. And I and and when he passed away as an eldest grandchild, I got first pick of everything. I didn't take anything other than my grandmother's ornamental ducks and all of the James Bond VHS tapes oh. where he had paused. So I still have that entire collection. Oh, so <clears throat> and, fantastic. And I have a sealed VHS recorder still in the box so that I know that if my VHS recorder, which I don't use, and I ever wanted to put these on, I will have a backup VHS recorder so even my great-grandchildren can see what their great-great-grandfather did oh, for oh, me. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. So wow. That's, how I got it. that's how I got into Bond. My grandfather and I, we would talk about it. My father liked Bond, but he wasn't a, he, he was more of a sportsman, football, and I did other things with my father, but he, he was never, he was never, like, I wouldn't have called him a Bond fan. He liked them, he enjoyed them. He went to the cinema to see them. My grandfather took his children to see every single Bond film from 1962. He just saw it in the paper and said, oh, June, which is my grandmother's name, June, should we go and see this Dr. No, you know, whatever. <laughs> Q, Q Accrington accent, as he's doing oh, it. We um, are so that, that's where Bond came from. Um, from from, from a, a bonding moment, if you will, with my grandfather. And I, I was hooked. I was hooked. You know, I would, I would go around. I would play with my grandmother, play with my grandfather, do whatever. And then put me in the front room. Let me, let me watch a Bond film. And it would be whatever had been recently on the on the television. You know, he I'd know that he'd recorded it. If we'd been out at the river for a picnic or whatever on the bank holiday money, I didn't get to watch Bond. And I knew and the next time I went, he'd have one ready for me. Oh, um, wow. wow. So that, that's so where it came from. So lovely. That, that, and that harks back to, because for a lot of people, Bond is a very family thing. You know, David, for yourself, you know, like, I love seeing you, yourself and your husband's Bond escapades. It's a, a true family yeah. thing, isn't it? I think the travel thing is 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 definitely a common thread for a lot of people. And I, I, I think it's worth saying up front now that, and Phil alluded to this earlier on, although, you know, some of us are fortunate enough to do you know, the exotic travel and all that sort of thing. The club is not just about that side of things. It's, you know, not everyone can afford to go to the Bahamas, but probably most people can afford to go to a multi-story car park and recreate the scene from Tomorrow Never Dies. (laughs) 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 Who who among us can can ever drive into a multi-story car park and not have backseat driver playing in their head? I am am incapable of doing impossible um, and <laughs> you know and we and that's that's very much what, what what we're kind of going for really that 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 shouldn't be a barrier but yeah definitely for me travel it travel is a big part of it i love going to bond locations and that kind of thing as an adult you know i won't 
bore you to death again because if you want my whole kind of backstory with Bond, it's there on the Diamonds of Forever review. <laughs> yeah. Never, never, never. Yeah. <laughs> 11 and a half hours of it if you want to go back to the really uh, WSM review. David, that, you say recorded. this like, yeah. it's it's the only time that I've listened to an episode of ours twice is that review. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was excellent. Wow. It was absolutely excellent. Impressive. I especially love the, um, re- the ext- I know some of it got cut out in the end because we were like, <laughs> Delirious, but we were trying to re- <laughs> recreate Diamonds of Forever in Blackpool. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was a particular highlight. Anyway, to to answer your question, anyway, Rob, um, yeah, it was a family thing with me growing up. It was always on telly, ITV with the ad- adverts. I didn't cut out the adverts. So there are, I think I said this back when we recorded the Diamonds of Everyone a couple of years ago. Like, there are parts of every Bond film where I expect an advert to appear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just like, that it's like in Living Daylights when uh, Dalton goes, I must have scared the Living Daylights out of it. And I expect yeah. ITV adverts <laughs> to pop up and all that kind of thing. So, you know, growing up, we were immersed in that. And I, I think for me, without getting too deep in psychological, which is basically what I do on the website. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I think for me, the appeal of Bond, yeah, it was the travel and all of those lifestyle trappings and that kind of thing. But I think it does again, without becoming too serious, I think it does provide for some of us a, a model of how to kind of live your life, uh, which is slightly scary in some ways. <laughs> um, but I think it does when when you can't really relate to a lot of your surroundings and the people around you. I think perhaps Bond does provide an alternative sort of model in a way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's kind of my backstory. And I, I think when I, when I did the initial posts calling for articles for the website, that's the kind of tack that I went. I wrote something like, you know, we're all obsessed, incapable of stopping ourselves thinking about Bond. And it can be those really, really simple things. You know, it might not necessarily be going out for an expensive meal. It could be, you know, just prepare, just buying an ingredient in the shop which you've never bought before. And, you know, having having a go at cooking it because you've read about it in a Bond book or you've seen it in a Bond film, something like that. Me too, and Kevin. that's the kind of... Mi- <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. He does make a cracking quiche, to be fair. But, you know... in. In all, in all seriousness, we we do really want that mix of content on the website. We do want the kind of luxurious experiences and these amazing events that are going to take place mm. as part of the club. But we also want the day-to-day things where, you know, I think about James Bond at least about 150 times uh-huh. a day. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone here is the same. And I'm sure <laughs> most of the members of the club are the same. You're so right, because like, I think about it in a very similar way in that, like, I think about, wouldn't it be amazing to go for breakfast in the Bahamas, for example? But then if I'm not it in is. the Bahamas... And... <laughs> <laughs> we will come back to that. More, even more questions now arising. But I also think, you know, like when I go for a, a breakfast at the Premier Inn uh, service station, I'm, I'm thinking that I would like to... No, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this club was for the everyman. No. Uh... <laughs> but I, also, I go in there and I'm thinking of like, he ordered figs and black coffee, you know, things like that. You know, like I'm literally, I'm still in that same absolute yeah. mindset and find the bond in everything. Yeah. Every time I go to Morrison's and I see figs, I think of from Russia with love. I'm like, oh, I might eat figs for breakfast tomorrow. I, yes. li- I literally, every time I go to the supermarket, I can't stop myself. No, and I'm not thinking that I'll probably end up with diarrhea for the rest of the morning if I have figs for breakfast. <laughs> well, I, I, I've, I've done it. I've ordered the black coffee, the figs and the toast. 
and it's not a very nice breakfast. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Aside from the fact I had to say fix three times because uh, I, was in, I think I was in Carbo San Lucas and she, the woman on the other end of the phone had no idea what I was talking about. Fig, 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 fig. No, figs. <laughs> Fix, fix. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I didn't know what I was going to get. This the never game, happened to the was... other fella. Exactly. <laughs> swear to God, they came uncut, unwashed, shriveled up. And I did. Oh. I turned to my wife and went, this never happened to the other fella. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That was a good joke uh, as well. It was, I yeah. think that should be a whole new thread. I think that should be a new section on the website. I think my my the article that's minored on there already about, you know, James Bond ordering martinis the wrong way. Maybe maybe it should be a whole section. James Bond really has terrible taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which he does. Let's be honest, he does. Apart from scrambled eggs, he has terrible taste in most things. So, yeah. Um, how does he have his scrambled I had no idea on this. Scrambled egg? Oh, that's it, bre- that's his preferred breakfast. Yeah, that's the oh, best his preferred breakfast. Recipe. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking it's before. The, it's, if, you, if you want a really good scrambled eggs recipe, it's there in the short story, which is basically just a recipe <laughs> for scrambled eggs with the story <laughs> as an excuse in the uh, 007 in New York. And oh, it, to yeah, be honest, yeah. it is a cracking scrambled eggs um, <laughs> recipe. But that is, that all, is right, all right, Delia Smith. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> Another article coming on. I can yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, I can't yeah. stop myself. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, because obviously you mentioned your grandfather there, Philip, and it made me think of you, Rob. That's one of your ways, isn't it? You, it is, yeah. Your way in was watching yeah. it with your granddad. And then I was thinking, there's at the moment with Bond, there's not that much memorabilia. There's not much stuff, even by way of stubbies from cinema tickets to going to see them. And I, just, I was just thinking about us guys, you know, and like the next generation, how good it will be just to find this 007 fan club membership like that's that's yeah. something of belonging and we've all you know we're buying into that as adults it's not like a a childhood thing that's how meaningful it is to us that someone you know when we pass on someone will discover our yeah. 007 fan club i don't know where the franchise will be at that stage um but you know it's just to have physical things yeah. and possess things yeah. that have to do with bond like that it's more social media, isn't it? It's talking yes. back to our childhood and meeting yeah. and talking about it properly. Yeah, open the time capsule. Newspaper says, 007 GB president embezzles one million pounds. <laughs> 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 charity. <laughs> Club has ended. <laughs> Blown on fig. Blown it on all figs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, but like, you're very. It's a great point, Harry. Can you imagine, like, when we were, you know, that night in particular, I keep thinking about when we, me and Tom came back from watching Goldeneye at the cinema, and oh. you and Math were up, like, yeah. And can you imagine that if we, if we knew of a dedicated James Bond fan club that was exactly. doing yeah. what yeah. you guys yeah, are yeah. gonna do, like, yeah. we'd have been, our minds would have been shredded. Yeah, like yeah. absolutely shredded and it would have been like a life goal like when we're old enough we're gonna have to you know be involved in this some way or yeah you know so it's exciting. amazing it is so exciting yeah well that's what that's what that's what we built it for and that's yeah. what we're doing and it's all it's all of our club now it's not mine it's not yours rob, it's not david yeah. it's all of ours rob just said you know something you'd want to be involved in is there a, like a, a way or an avenue for fun how for fans to be involved or to get involved as you know people who um, not well, you want to contribute more to contribute, the club contribute, like, more, yeah, yeah. contribute yeah yeah i mean we're going to have these events and these events are going to have celebrities and these celebrities uh i you know they, they need people to look after them along the way we need people to sit with them when they're doing their autographs make sure that they get to the taxi on time we're going to need people to help set up certain rooms 
not for every event, for some events. And at, at those key moments, we'll, 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 like the other clubs do, we put the call out and we say, look, this is this is what we need you to do. Who wants to do it? Uh, I mean, as it, as it stands, we've got the 12 members of the board and that's big enough. Yeah. Um, the, there's enough people there that we should be able to make a success of this. But along the way, anybody who feels like they've got a contribution to make, they can just email. I mean, nobody's going to be turned away in terms of you've got an idea. Do we need a, a, another person to do X, Y, Z? Maybe not. But, mm-hmm. oh, uh, I, I'm doing this event on Sunday. I'm raising money. Can the club put that on the website? Yes. I'd like to write an article, send it in. I, I would like to offer my services to help look after the VIPs. Fine. I'll put you on the list. And then, we, we, we you know, the club creates a list of, of trusted people that, that we can work with on, on certain things. Um, so that's that's kind of where it is at the moment. Yeah, 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 that's amazing. Yeah. When I said that we've got the, the the schedule of events, and I said there might be some extra things peppered in, if any of the club members say, "I oh, um, I want to do a showing of the man with the golden gun at my local cinema," can we put that out there? And does does the club want to join us for that? Yes. It's not. We don't have to think of the events. The the members can come to us with other events as well. Yeah. Super. Big, big or small, just let's try and coalesce and say that we're doing things as part of the club because individually, the, all the people involved in the in the board of the club, or most of them, have their own websites, podcasts, or Instagram, or, or things that they're doing, and they have a voice there. But if they bring it within the wheelhouse of the club as well, it enhances or mm. enriches, it enriches both parties. Yeah. So nothing would would bother me more than to find out that a club member could have just reached out to the club and we could have raised 10 times more if it had mm. been all of us involved, things like that. Yeah. That's superb. Can I ask about um, a, a fantasy future projection from you both, uh, David and Philip? Like, obviously the club is just about to really get started, isn't it? Is there a moment in the future that, like, do you have a dream moment that you're hoping to attain? Or, or a dream achievement that you're hoping to attain with your involvement with the club? For me, it's two things. When we've raised our first 10,000. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That will be uh, that will be a validation. So at some point this year, that will happen, I have no doubt. So that will be one of the things I said to myself, you know, we need to get 10,000 and... I don't think that would be an issue. And the second is when we give John Glenn his Lifetime Achievement Award aboard HMS Belfast, which is what we are doing, by the way, that will be a dream realised for me, recognising someone 
that I feel, with the exception of Barbara and Michael, has contributed more to James Bond, who is living, by the way, yeah, yeah. has contributed more to James Bond than anybody else currently alive. Totally agree. Um, you can shut down the uh, club after that, can't you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when I posed this idea, and 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 I, I spoke to John for half an hour today, so I know your podcast is going to go out and people are going to hear this. It's yeah. not a problem. It's not going to be a secret for much longer. We have to tell people at some point this is, is part of the evening. When I mentioned this to the club members, to the board members, they were unanimous in, yes, we have voted. We vote to give the Lifetime Achievement Award to John Glenn. The time is right. He's a superhuman being. Yeah. And whether you like Roger Moore or Timothy Dalton or not, he reigned through the, de- through the, the decade of the 80s. There's no other director that has consistently given out five franchise films like that and all been successful. Yeah. There's nobody that has a technician in films that has contributed quite as much as he has. And he's a wonderful human being. Yeah, so when I see him receive that award, surrounded by some of his friends and all of us who passionately love James Bond, that for me, with the charitable raising, with the other the goal, fit in the tank those are the two things for me i'll think this was worth it this was a success it worked because i already know the people all being together we're all going to enjoy it we're, we're yeah. not that demanding if we're all together and we're talking about bond we're all happy so i'm pretty sure david would agree with me we've nailed that bit in terms of offering people an opportunity to be together that bit i'm not worried about but the other two bits so we put them as again as a three and i'll be over the moon and that'll be dream realized for me. Wow. To have given back something. I told the other um, presidents that these kind of people like John Glenn and the technicians like John Grover and all those sorts of people, yeah. they were the architects of my childhood. Bond was an escape from an otherwise dreary working class upbringing in Accrington. And <laughs> that, they are the, they're not unsung heroes because they were paid and they did very well and they've had good lives. But they are not quite as recognized as they should be. Giving John that lifetime achievement, I think, resonated with the entire board, didn't it, David? It's resonated with us here. (laughs) I was going to say, I I loved watching your guys' reactions because (laughs) I I knew Phil was going to say that at some point, but I was like, he's just dropped it in there casually and just just watching your faces was absolutely priceless. (laughs) That That was unbelievable to hear. Action. This is John Glenn. You're listening to 007 Podcast. Really 007. Really 007. David, yeah. what about yourself? What, what do you have your like? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna top Phil's revelation there. I'm just managing <laughs> expectations. Okay. But in my mind, and I know Phil and I have talked a little bit about this, you know, this is Phil has put, and it really can't be overstated. Phil has put so much time into this already and energy. But we we had a we had a, a, a conversation on the phone last week about this as well as as well as kind of touching on it at the board meetings, but this has to be something that ultimately is self-sustaining. It can't just be one person. It can't just no. be a board. It needs to be community-driven, ultimately. You know, Phil is incredibly passionate. Every member of the board is incredibly passionate. And we're all very grateful to Phil for 
for for starting this off but ultimately it does need to be something that you know is for the members and the members help drive that so if i could kind of try and encapsulate that in sort of an image you know we've got these with these events planned through the year and phil's already alluded to this as well but what about you know people are heading up to london for the weekend or not just london because you know i'm the most southern out of a lot of you guys mm. so you know we, we we need to get events you know further north as well wherever wherever we're headed but can you just imagine it's not a bit you know the big events are going to be absolutely brilliant like hms belfast all the photos and everything we've seen so far look absolutely fantastic it's going to be absolutely spectacular but then it's going to be this the kind of less formal events as well and just imagine a bunch of 007 gb members turning up at a bar or a museum or wherever it is together and this is going to sound really really cheesy but getting their plastic cards out <laughs> with their oh. with their double their double o membership numbers on putting them on the bar or whatever and it's just like you know <laughs> or almost rec- recognizing each other in that sense you know, I've had lots of people over the last couple of years I've been doing my thing say, you know, oh, are you planning any events and that sort of thing? Events are not easy to organise. They're, they're really not to kind of get people together. I know you guys did a brilliant job of the um, the Licence to Kill screening uh, with the Prince Charles Cinema and with uh, Paul Weston uh, and that kind of thing. And those things are absolutely brilliant. But I know they take an awful lot of organising. But those sorts of things in the last year or so following lockdowns and stuff have given us a real taste of what we want yeah. to you know what what we want to do as a bond community and i really feel now is the time to take that to the next level so yeah that's my picture so i'm putting my 004 card down on a bar somewhere and someone else puts theirs <laughs> next to it and it's just like just us all coming together uh, your 004 yeah phil gave me that number which i was really happy about because it's the name of uh it's the it's the double o of joseph dryden who's a character in kim sherwood's double or nothing novel yeah who I really love. absolutely amazing <laughs> but that what we're talking about here for me even you know speaking to all these people is amazing J- john glenn i mean we told him that this is the greatest moment of our lives talking to him but just meeting bond fans and them not looking weird when you quote, you know, completely obscure <laughs> parts of films, <laughs> outfits that Bond wears, and this kind of thing. It's just, it was overwhelming for me when I went to London because we haven't really been involved with that until post lockdown, effectively. And it was like a release and being led out into the wild. <laughs> and it, these and it's so emotional, you know, like seeing David for the first time. It's very emotional. And just to sit... Yeah, I always get very upset when I see him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to... If it's if it's in a bar, HMS Belfast, local pub, chatting bond, absolutely fantastic. And I know on the website it also says perhaps screenings of Bond films. Man with the Golden Gun in, I don't know, in Bolton one night. That sounds yeah. good, Yes, if there's going to be, if we're going to do some screenings, it's definitely going to make me northern based. I'm not driving all the way down or flying or taking the train to watch. <laughs> well, you can't take the train for the 50th time in London. I'm not <laughs> yeah. doing it. Just not doing it. <laughs> I don't care how much I love Bond. I'm not doing it. If so we we'll build do, it, yeah, yeah, I know. We'll we'll do the northern screening. We'll do a northern screening, and it doesn't really matter if it's just us that turns up. No. <laughs> what, what, what do you what do you think about the idea of like groups of the GB fan club meeting? You know, like if there was like, uh, for example, let's say, uh, let's pick where where a bunch of us are from the northwest, like a northwest chapter almost of that kind of thing. How how would that fit into things? I think it's perfectly reasonable. The other clubs do the same thing. 
you know, in Switzerland, some of them are three, four hours apart. They may, they may on the same night all go to like four different areas. They all go to the pub, you know, so you've got six or seven of you having a meal and a chat uh, because that's all you're doing. So it seems pointless to all go to one central location and pay for hotels and transportation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't see any reason where we shouldn't do that. I just, I think like David said, people get the cards out at the bar and <laughs> nudging a wink and, you're all we're all Bond fans. <laughs> oh, I, the idea of doing, you know, like uh, one of the oh, what was the what Tom you did it with uh, John Moreno, uh, <laughs> you know, like a, oh, like a phrase, a call it a phrase. Yeah, is, yeah I he's a nice, he's a nice guy. He's a lovely he? guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just acknowledging Rob. You, as soon as you said chapter, did everyone else just think of Joe Butcher in uh, License to Kill? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like no, the, that's like your heart. fan test. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for years, honestly, each of our meditation, I, I still think it's Michi Bar meditation chapter. It's like, <laughs> big problem with this. Years down the line. Oh, no. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm I'm, I'm known Wayne Newton for quite a long time. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Oh, um, if, if he lived close, If he lived closer, we would definitely have him on HMS Belfast because he really got on well with John, but he doesn't. He lives in Vegas. It's not happening. Is uh, but yeah, I've actually I've actually held his wife's wedding gown. That's how much I've been wearing. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. The shame, the shame, the shame is that she wasn't in it because Kathleen is still beautiful to this day. All oh, right, really is. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll have to go to Vegas then, won't we? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Field, yeah field oh, trip. Oh, absolutely. On oh, no, Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring it, bring it out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, but if you ever are in Vegas, let me know. And because uh, he's still doing shows, you know. Yeah, still doing yeah, yeah. Shows. Right. yeah. What's yeah. a man? What's I know he's man? in his eighties, and he comes out. He knocks it. I was there in October, front row. He comes out because I didn't tell him I was going, and he's looking. He's laughing. What a great guy! Great oh, guy. This is brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, I I don't know whether I've left this conversation with more questions than answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know Wayne Newton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I go on better. I was at Robert Darby's house for barbecue. Right, that's enough. That yeah, is enough. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. No, no. And just by happen chance, flying back. Oh, you weren't joking, was, right? No, yeah, with 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 Grand. So I think actually no, it wasn't. It was um, Grand's house. You know, Grand Bush. Bush. Grand Bush. Yeah. Yeah. So and his wife Sharon, and then I left there in LA on a Sunday. <laughs> I flew to Philadelphia. I went out, I was connecting in Philadelphia, so I went outside for a cigarette at Philadelphia Airport. I walked outside, and I swear to God, a limo pulled up, well, a town car pulled up. Wayne Newton got out, and he's walking towards me. And I'm like, no, this is bullshit. This can't be, you know, I have just this morning been, or the, yeah, the previous day with Robert Darby and Grant Bush. This doesn't even, this doesn't even compute. So I told him, and that's how we became friends. Because oh, I could prove to him, I was like, I was like, I, I, I know, I know Robert Darby, I know Robert Darby, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I swear to you, he said, right, well, I'm, I've just done a gig in Atlantic City. I'm flying back to Vegas on, on a private jet. Do you want to come back with me? And I swear to you, I said no, and I have no idea to this day why I ever said no. This was this was over a decade ago. But why the hell would you say no to getting on Wayne Newton's private chat? I mean, maybe because mum said don't don't take candy from strangers, but yeah. it was yeah, anyway, but since then I've been fortunate enough to to, to meet him a few more times. Go to his go to his house and whatnot. But wow, yeah. That's 
Forget it. Yeah, you are going to leave. You're going to leave every conversation you ever have with me with more questions. And I swear <laughs> to you, all of the stuff that I say is true. It's ridiculous, but it's true. That only affirms why the right person to have this position. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. perfect yeah. for building these connections with the people yeah. that we love in the franchise. Because the, well, the ones we've spoken to, they're so appreciative. Because we tell yeah, them, yeah. we tell them how much we value them, and I think mm-hmm. some some Bond podcasts and other things, they've just never had that. They've just sort of, can we just chat to you about your film? And oh, how did you find this? Us lot, we're absolutely mesmerised by these people, and they probably don't get it, do they? they, they, they mm. Some of them don't understand no. why I'm so drawn to them, and it's that childhood thing, isn't it? The ones that I know. They're very appreciative of the fans. They really like being with yeah. real fans. I'm always the one that say, oh, God, how fucking weird all that guy was. And they'll say to me, oh, Philly, don't be so bad. Why are you saying this? You can't say that. <laughs> he just, he loves me. He loves me. He loves Bond. Don't be nasty. Don't be nasty. I was like, no, he stinks. He's a weirdo. Let's get rid of him. And even <laughs> at that man. point, they don't, they don't, yeah, never, never. <laughs> but, but even at that point, they um they don't I've never heard them belittle the fans. And this no. is a, that is God's honest truth. Yeah, yeah. With all the ones that the, the ones that I know, and I'm sure you and all lot yourselves, but I've spent some like, significant time with some of these in some very private situations where they could very easily dog on us as fans. Yeah. And I've never heard it. I've never heard it. I've heard it in other fandoms, but I've never heard it from any of the people involved involved in this. They really love us. And they really love the fact that they were part of Bond. They're really proud of it. Yeah. It's not. It's it's a it's a real badge of honour for them. Yeah, it's it's fantastic actually. Just to mention some of the things that you've got planned. You mentioned the golf day, and I know Rob would obviously be massively up for that. I've got my slazingers ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I'm not a golfer, but uh, it's it just seemed like something. Well, David wanted something close to his house for a start, so we're doing a oh, yeah. golf for it. <laughs> I don't play golf, but I do like wine. So um, <laughs> we'll all be in the nineteenth well, hole when we're waiting for everybody. Well, we're yeah. going to have. Well, I mean, tentative plans at the moment for the golf. But whilst the people are golfing, there will be bond celebrities in the clubhouse uh, because right. we'll be having a barbecue. So you go and play golf, Rob. Rob, you go and play golf. Yeah, can I get (laughs) playing golf? (laughs) So there will be a two-staged event there, so that people, so that anybody can. Again, we were trying to think of how can anybody get involved. So by having a secondary program for the private room that we were going to use when we came in anyway, I just said to the to to the golf place, "Well, can we just have it for the whole time? We'll be spending money at the bar, so we'll we'll have a a, a two-program event there for golfers and non-golfers." And I think David agreed to this, but I think at the ninth hole will be there with our cocktail shakers making the golfers martinis. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh, this is this, this is brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Is that when I saw that I was like, oh, I can't play golf, but I'd love to go. And that what you just said, you just sold it to everybody who doesn't play golf. It's another great yeah. chance, and it's a bit nearer to us. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's right. And and it's a, it's a it's a hotel resort, so yes, yeah, anybody place. wants to. Yeah. If anybody wants to stay over, we're right on site, so we don't have to trundle through the streets. Again, it's just it's just trying to trying to cover all aspects of what Bond does, and and you know, golf does make a, a pretty big impression in that yeah. golfing yeah, yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. And you know, maybe because Penfold Golf have a resurgence, maybe someone's put me in contact with them. Maybe the golf is a good idea. Yeah. Don't know. 
I might know who that is. You might have a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, no, I don't, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lady Douglas and Podcast, keep uh moving going. Keep the strong going. Y'all keep the strong going. I'm oh. moving down this decanter nicely, actually. Yeah. It's doing very well, yeah. Is that going to be available on the, the website? Are there going to be yeah. things you can buy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I, Phil, can I ask you... Sorry, is it Phil or Philip? Sorry, I thought that was... That, I, I usually go by Phil. Sorry, no, no, no. I go by Phil, but I, I answer to both. Also, uh, Mr. President, Captain Fantastic, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> a personal <laughs> question for you, just so people get to know you a bit better. Are you a member of any to other fan clubs? Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> Are there any other... You know, is you just, it just kill James Bond. <laughs> is it just Bond for you, or, you know, are there... Are there other similar things that you are a part of? I'm not a member of any other fan club other than the Swiss, German and French yeah, right, right. James Bond clubs. But um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm oh. an even bigger Star Trek fan. Oh. But James Bond is my first passion. But no, I'm ne- I've never, I've never, there's never really been the ones that I felt that, that, that would represent us. Eh? I think we've been rather underserviced here. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's good things in other countries. Maybe because everything's just here for us, so they feel like there isn't a demand. Yeah. Or there's that commercial aspect that the brands can never really quantify. I mean, a brand we know quite well from a franchise we know quite well could commercialize a fan club, but it's a lot to organize, so they don't tend to. But when it's in other countries, they don't, they're sort of under service, so the fan clubs are born out of yeah. like a naturalness. But no, I'm not a member of any others. Not nothing against them. Just I don't really know of many. I don't. Yeah, I, I no, don't know that's, of the, that's right. the Star I, Trek Club, the yeah. Star Wars Club. I don't. I just don't. I've never heard of them. And Bond lends itself, doesn't it, to sort of that lovely aspirational getting dressed up, having a cocktail, going in a nice restaurant, and just mm. doing trying to protect. I mean, when we were kids, we just wanted to be Bond. We that's we put it. on yeah, dinner did, jackets yeah. when we were like eight, you know, because we just we just wanted to be more like him, and it. Yeah, I used to use my mum's my mum's yeah. black jacket because it was shorter than my yes. dad's. Yeah, when yeah. I when I was like ten years old. Yeah, because it was a school blazer, like, first, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. Well, my school blazer was black blue, so I couldn't use that. But <laughs> yeah. I, but I used to use my school my school trousers and my mother's <laughs> yeah mother's black with the shoulder pads, so I looked like yeah. John <laughs> Collins walking around there. They not shirt. Oh, my money penny. Oh, and my dad would be like, well, "What the hell are you doing?" Like, Dallas <laughs> Dynasty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just so not against it. But what about you, David? Are you a member of any other clubs? No, I'm other not really. Pop- I'm not. Um- yeah, no, I'm not a massive joiner inner generally, but the it, when it when it comes to Bond, it's kind of like you know it, it just just map on like you've just given examples of it just maps onto like everyday life so much like you, I'm a Star Wars fan, massive Star Wars fan. I've done the Disney parks and all that kind of stuff, but you're not going to really turn up to work with a lightsaber swinging from your belt, are you? <laughs> but you know you can. You could, I mean, problem. literally, I haven't. No, 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 I, I, I covered the front up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walked into that one, day. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. Um, um, but, you know, you, I, I, I haven't changed from work today, apart from to take my tie off. But you can wear, you can wear oh, like spectacles yeah. to work. You know, it's like all that kind of stuff. You can do, you can do James Bond stuff without yeah. sometimes yeah. people realizing. Well, it's being a yeah, spy, isn't it? Blending in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can have those. 
as David Zeritsky would say, those invisible Bond moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't do an impression now. Well, of David Zeritsky, the yeah. Bond experience. My wife yeah. wants to, because he's done so, I mean, oh, so much work, so many years he's done there with, with that. What a fantastic channel. Mm. But she wants to do a supercut of him introducing himself. Because if you if you just flick through his videos or his, yeah. you go, hi, the Devers Ritzky, Devers Ritzky, Bond Experience, Devers Ritzky, Devers Ritzky. And it would be so funny to do. So, like, I was, I mean, it's ruined now because you probably listened to this, but I wanted to do it for like a big birthday of his. It's like a supercut of him just going, this is David Ritzky for the Bond Experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we, we haven't even talked about David, but you yeah. know, David Zeritsky, the other David, uh, David Zeritsky um, has been so supportive of the club from from day one even before i brought any other people on board uh, i was you know having conversations with david about the club and and how it would be and what it should look like and he was nothing but supportive he was just like well i'll be there you go out you get your vision you get your team he didn't want to feel like he didn't want people to feel like he was interfering and using his influence and saying i'm an american and here's a british club the reality has been a the reality is he's been a fantastic advisor and now once we had set out and people like David and Miles, Simon and all the rest of the board had come together and we decided what we wanted, then David Zeritsky said, right, now you can say, I'm in. I'm going to be your director of experiences. I'm going to assist you with uh, getting the message out online. And he's part of the formation of the ideas for the events uh, and, and will be hosting certain mm -hmm. events for us along the way. Uh, he's, a, he's a key partner and, and he's actually a really nice guy. All that work he's done with to build his his um, the Bond experience up from, yeah. what, 12, 12, whatever, 11 years, 10 years ago, from slightly shaky original videos <laughs> to now being like hmm. the premier source for that kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's absolutely superb, but we probably talk five times a week on the club. <laughs> at the moment and he's and you know i'm running my own business i'm incredibly busy he's incredibly busy running his business yeah we're carving out this time to get it right because mm. you know people like david our david david lowbridge he he doesn't have five hours to just decide i'm gonna give you know i'm not gonna work for five hours here in the middle of the yeah, day yeah because it's my business and i can do what i want yet he's still carving out the time absolutely so yeah with 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 the 12 of us we're all filling in the gaps and we're all working together and it very much is from now or from the last few weeks it's it's a team effort um, we found that from i don't from bomb fans i think because they're so passionate about it it's it's that phrase i always use if you want something doing ask a busy person all of us we're all really busy with loads of different things but we make sure we make time for bond because we absolutely love it and even if it's last minute, oh, so-and-so wants to do an interview tomorrow. Yeah, of course we make time for it. This is what the hopes are, isn't it, for the for the fan club, that people will put these dates in the diary, get them booked, yep. let's all meet up. Yeah, so what? So what's the next one then, Philip? Well, we've got this weekend. Well, it depends on when you put this out. When you put it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be gone by the time. Yeah. yeah, okay, so... This weekend will be gone, so that's, that's that, which isn't really our event, but the London Film Fair have got quite yeah. a lot of Bond guests. So we said, look, any of the Bond board that are available, we should go down, meet some of the, the Bond guests and, and tell our members that we're going to be there and have a drink at the bar. Very low-key, very much not an official right. event, just a, just a nice add-on. And those, those things will happen throughout the year. 
when there's those key moments where the, the club members yeah. might already be attending, just say, look, this is where we'll be. Let's meet at the bar at one o'clock. So you don't have to buy a ticket from us. Just go to the film fair and we'll see you at one o'clock. For those who are there, you're there. If you if you get there at 2.30 and we've already gone, tough. It was, it, was, it was there. But the first official gathering is March the 11th, which is at Cafe Society opposite the SIS building. The board, we selected a location that we thought was correct in terms of its size and capacity. But unfortunately, when we went back after we'd agreed it, they'd given it away to somebody else. So we had to find an alternative location. And by happenstance, we found a much better location, oh. albeit, a, albeit a smaller one but it's directly opposite the SIS building. Actual MI6 and MI5 or whoever agents, they use use this cafe, but we'll have this cafe to ourselves for the afternoon, for the Saturday afternoon from one till six. We'll have certain Bond guests in attendance. I'm not going to say who they are because bar two of them, I have no idea who the rest are. There might only be two, uh, but it's free to all members. You can bring a guest, but you'll have to pay a, a ticket for the guest and that money will go to towards... The, the charitable giving that we do. And it'll be a chance to have some Bollinger, have some martinis. There'll be a, a, a speciality cocktail that's that's non-alcoholic, which all those things are for you to buy. And we can just enjoy the view, get some great pictures, and then we'll hand over uh, digitally to an, a, an event in the US that's happening on the same day that starts when our event finishes. Oh, mm. fantastic idea. Which is not right. run by us, but it's, um, it's run by the Bomb Bros, and they're doing an event. I think oh, we will probably all know what, what it is, and I just the name escapes me, but it's a, a hotel mentioned in one of the books. It's in Miami. Go on, David. Uh, hotel Caesars says, no, it's not the Fontainebleau. It's not <laughs> no. like the. Um, you know that, didn't you? Yeah, I've said that. Oh, he's dead yeah. there. You've no, said that. that, yeah. It was full of posers. I really didn't care for it. No, I was the, in the not a good enough shape. Yeah, the bars are always good. You can make a bar yeah. in the Premier Inn. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> in Blackpool, re- well, <laughs> remaking Diamonds are Forever. Not far from Phillips, so could be done. Yeah, Blackpool's far enough away, though, that, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> that I don't have to, I try I don't not have to go, to... but I, yeah, I end up oh, it's not, no. it's not the best. Any members on the on listening to this from Blackpool, you can certainly not endorsed by the club. <laughs> we love Blackpool. And, <laughs> yeah, anyway, sorry. I can't remember where their event is, yeah. but it probably... Anyway, we're going to pass over to them because I was invited to that event, but obviously it just so happened to be the same day as our event, so can't, but that we'll, we'll, we're going to pass over from MI6 straight to a hotel mentioned in, I think, two or three Bond novels. I think that's a really nice way to pass over yeah. to our American cousins because we have members of 007GB that are attending that event and we have members attending our event because we've got members in 16 countries now, I think. Brilliant. So it's not just an appeal to to British fans. I could name random countries, but we do have Thailand, one of the smaller Greek islands. Yeah, we have people everywhere, literally do. (laughs) I think the strangest one was Saudi Arabia. Oh, nice. I didn't expect one from there. But yeah, quite a, obviously a few from Italy, a lot from France and Germany, and the bulk from from the UK, and a good chunk from America, a good chunk. Because again, they're not serviced either. They don't have anything. No, they don't, do they? No. Well, yeah. Philip, please tell us how, first of all, how do we join? Where can we find you on social media? And where can we sort of get involved ourselves? Well, you can join on the website. You can click the membership form or you can pay directly on there. And that's 007gb.co.uk. 
and the website actually has a list of the events we've got coming up for this year now uh, it has the registration for the first event on march on march the 11th i'll link through to that and it has the, the membership form to fill in uh, on on instagram you can follow us if you so choose and that's 007 gb club pretty much say that we're at the moment building that instagram page obviously it's from nothing to something yeah uh, I think got, just just we got seven say 750 followers at the moment that's not representative of what the club will be but it's only been in active for 12 weeks yeah and those are all natural followers that have, have just have just found us yeah i mean at the moment We've got enough members that I feel the club is already a success. Yeah. Do we want more? Yes, we do. Because more Bond fans is always a good thing. Yeah. So do you have to, if you can, if you can afford it, join. If you can't afford it, join. It's one of those things. I, I, I do think that people who join the club will feel the value of the proposition yeah it's a great it's, gift yeah. to get somebody you know who's a bond fan as well it is that's, a great gift yeah that's what i was just thinking i was thinking you know i would encourage all listeners to obviously join and then once you've joined find an event and go for it you might you know it might be a little bit daunting to go to your first event or whatever but just put it in the diary and go for yeah. it and it builds from there doesn't it just taking that big first step and it might be like you've said they actually, you, you message a friend, you get them to be a member and you go together, you come in in groups, yeah. you come in pairs or, you know, with your family or whatever, just to take that leap and uh, sign up. Absolutely. I mean, we will, you know, for things like the HMS Belfast, the difference in the pricing between the member price and the non-member price would make membership almost mm. impossible to turn yeah. down, which is, which is, uh, I think, what David came up with or, or maybe Miles or maybe a, a combination. Miles, yeah. If you don't join at some point then you will be bushed the club, <laughs> yeah the, cl the club the club let me explain this a little bit better i've been eloquent all night and this is the one point where i'm i'm struggling because it's i guess this one's it's not that it's like super important but it's 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 hard to phrase in the right way without sounding if people don't support it then it won't be here there you mm, go yeah yeah there's, there's yeah, a sure. there's a quick way of saying it yeah. so people who sat on the sidelines thinking that they can come to the events and and, and, and enjoy the events without becoming part of the process. No, because we're all volunteers. Yeah. We're not even being paid expenses. You know, I went down to HMS Belfast last week in order to do a recce on it. We've had another board member do that. David's going to be doing stuff. Miles, everybody's going to incur their own expenses here. If people don't support the club, it, it just can't be here. There are certain things that are needed to keep the light on. And we're good for now. But long term, if the club wants to go to the next level, which I believe it does, and I believe we can do, then yeah, people need to join up. So if you've got the money and you love Bond, this is the thing to do. And when the first I, event go out, you'll see, you'll be like, I've got to join. I've got to go to that next time. Yeah. Mm. I, I said um, a little while back, you know, uh, as we were talking, I said, you know, I'm not a natural joiner inner because, you know, why would you necessarily throw a, you know joining something that's something that's kind of unproven but it's the it's the you know to to a large extent it's phil's passion the um, early on that convinced me that this and and certainly at that very first board meeting uh where it was only was only about five or six of us i think wasn't it phil where it was yeah we we were we were so instantly on the same page and it is that passion for anything bond related 
and you know your you guys you know your podcast started completely out of passion you started just only a, a couple of months after me i um what you were saying tom earlier about busy people you know and what and want you know you you make yourself even busier but you make the time for bond that's exactly what what inspired me to do what i do but in, in Phil's case, and I might have this wrong, Phil, I think you were probably a bit fed up with waiting for someone else to get around mm. to come and do this. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, if you hadn't started, if if someone else had started it, you'd have been a member. And that... You've nailed and that, it. You've nailed that, it. And that's, what's, that's why I do what I do, because I for years I was just like, I'm waiting for someone to do what yeah. I now do. Yeah. So I was thinking, yeah. right, I'll put my money where my mouth is, let's just do it. But it is, you know, and, and it is just pure passion. There is no money making involved whatsoever in any of our projects here that, that we do. But we just do it because we love it. And I, I think that's the really important thing to remember. So if you are still thinking about whether you want to become a member, there's, you know, there's 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 nothing underhand. There's nothing, you know, um, you know, there, there's no dodgy terms and conditions or whatever. <laughs> it's just literally a bunch of people who love Bond so much that they want to share that with other people. That's it. One more yes for. In a nutshell, it is. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Philip and David, for joining us tonight. We genuinely are really excited, all six of us on the podcast. And it does seem like something that has crazily not been happening since we've joined in and the, the fandom officially. But it is now happening. And whilst we're really excited to join in, you've got to join. You've got to join that membership and be part of it. And we encourage all our listeners and uh, viewers on YouTube to join in and we will be advertising it. We will be going to some of these events and we can't wait to start chatting complete nonsense about James Bond with Phil and with David and with, with the other members from all over the country and beyond. So thank you, gents, for joining us. We've, uh, we love James Bond, don't we? That's all it's about. We love James Bond. This is the top and bottom of it. Yeah. It is. It's, it's the best. And now we've got a British club that can keep the British end up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And that is what, in fact, well, remember, that's what the fanzine is going to be called, isn't it? The the annual magazine. Keeping the British hand up, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also the, the first the, 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 the first gala dinner, we're going to take that as well, keeping the British hand up, because it's such a good line. And, it and it's just, it just, you know, I just, I, I love that film. I love Roger. Yeah. I, mean, I know you've already closed down, but now we're into that. When you've <laughs> said we just love James Bond, that's what tip, tips you over. You know? But James, I need you. So does England. It just doesn't get any better, does it? it? it Yeah, it's just fantastic. This is Susie Banner from The Spy Who Loved Me. This is for really 007. I just want to say, oh, James, I need you. Philip and David. David, it's always great to see you, mate. I hope I hope you and Anthony are well and all my best to you both. Philip, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you tonight. Both of you, I hope just hope this goes so, so well in, in the immediate sense for the pair of you, but also for us all, because, wow, it's exciting. So it's been great to see you both tonight. Thank you for everything. Nice Thanks to see you. Ross. Thank you. Well, yeah, no, I really appreciate this. I've really enjoyed digitally, virtually meeting you both yeah. and Rob as well. And, and always nice to see you, David. So oh, yeah. nicely coiffed <laughs> hair and his lovely pink shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Famous library as well. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> I I have many leather bound books. My apartment smells of rich my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> there you go again. Right. Down it goes. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah. God, you're thirsty. <laughs> 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 
One of the best lines in No Time to Die. We will be debating that soon, I'm sure. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Don't get us onto Craig and all that. David knows as well. That's a whole other. That's, oh. that's something for another Don't, day, don't fail. Don't. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Great to see you guys. Looking forward to meeting you in person. And yeah, James Bond's the best. Can't wait. Enjoy the fun. It is. Perfect. See you later. Ciao, everyone. See you later. Take care. Bye. flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.